Well, hello and welcome to Life Lessons with an Inebriated Psychic. I will be your guide to all things metaphysical. Welcome to October, one of my favorite months of the year. Why? Well, because it's when we celebrate Samhain. Now, what is Samhain? It is an ancient Gaelic Celtic fire festival. It signified the end of summer, the beginning of a new Celtic year. It was the end of the harvest and the beginnings of winter. And it was a festival that began and ended at sunset. So because the Celtic day went from sunset on one day to sunset on another day, instead of starting in the morning and going through to the next morning, that means that Samhain is actually celebrated from sunset on the 31st to sunset on November the 1st. October is well known as a month where the veil thins. What does that mean to you? Well, it means that your ancestors, your departed loved ones can all come and visit you at this time of year. So maybe you'll be walking along and you'll smell the cookies that only your nan ever made, or maybe you'll smell the perfume of rose hips that your nan used to wear, or maybe you will be able to see someone materialize right in front of you, like my granddad Ren is doing for me right now. So I'm gonna say hi, <laughs> hi. It's the time when you get back in touch with those people that you've lost. It's a time when, when you can just feel them around you in a way you don't normally get to feel. It's a magical month. So that's why I happen to love October, is because of Samhain. Now, when the Gaelics used to have their fire festival, they would have a huge community bonfire. They'd all get dressed up. There would be fortune telling around the fires. It was a time to make predictions because the veil is thin, so they could get messages from departed loved ones. It was a time where you know, they would sacrifice cattle to the deities that they, that they worshipped. Then when they finished the bonfire, they would take a little piece, an ember of the fire with them home to light their hearth, to bring light into their home. They used to leave offerings for fairies around the outside of the village so that the fairies didn't kidnap one of them because it was thought that the fairies would kidnap them. And in order to protect themselves, they used to carve turnips. Turnips, not, not pumpkins. Pumpkins is very much an Americanism. They would carve turnips and put a piece of coal in the turnip. And that's why you would get a jack-o'-lantern. Anyways, during this time, it is the perfect time to honor your ancestors. It's a great time to honor nature because we've come to the end of the harvest, which means we've been able to collect all of the results for the things that we have sown. So if you've put seeds out into the universe trying to create something, now is the time 
for you to actually be able to embrace and look at what you've managed to achieve. What have you grown this year? And also set intentions for what you will grow the next year. Will it be more? Will it be less? Will it be something completely different? Who knows? But during this time, it is a time to celebrate people's inevitability of death and the inevitability of rebirth. Because when a door closes, another one opens. When somebody passes, that life doesn't go anywhere, it just changes into a different form. And there is always beginnings and endings. And without an ending, without something coming to a close, there's no room in your life for something new to begin. And so that is something we should be very open to celebrating. It's like you get the death card in the middle of a tarot reading and people are like, oh my God, does that mean I'm gonna die? Because you know, people. But no, the death card in a tarot meaning, in a tarot reading is much more likely to mean that it's the end of this cycle, it's the end of this problem. And that of course means that the next card represents the beginning of a new cycle. It means it's the beginning of something better. Maybe you've ended a really big karmic lesson for your ancestors, for, you know, like generations, the same thing's been happening. And now, because you've actually worked on that this year, you've done your shadow work, you've done your meditation, you've done your healing, and you've now put it to rest, now is the time to actually give that up to the universe, say thank you for the lessons, and be opening, open to learning your next lesson. Because there's always going to be a next lesson. It's how life works. So, a lot of people, they would dress up uh, in costumes in order to fool spirits because it was thought that some spirits are not so nice and that was their way of protecting themselves. Kind of like a bride who on the wedding day would always wear a veil to stop the spirits from being able to interfere with the wedding day. Similar thing, put on a mask, go outside and have some fun. Of course, it would be a great time for kids because there's so much celebration and drinking of mead and, you know, just really enjoying. And when they would go and they would offer, for, offer things for fairies, when you make an offering like that, they would leave a little bit of mead and maybe some berries and things like that. So it's all, it's all about the cycles of life. And so Samhain is very much one of those cycles. It's the cycle, it's the part of the cycle where things end and then new things begin. So maybe the predictions would be, yes, so many people have passed over this year. We're gonna celebrate the fact that they lived, but now we're also gonna celebrate that there's gonna be this many babies in the village next year and so on and so forth. So it's very much a celebration on the wheel of the year that the Celts used, there were two halves of the year. There was the light half of the year, which would be summer, and then the dark half of the year, which would be winter. And they would have four fire festivals. This one, of course, being the favorite one. 
So this actually began the dark half of the year. Now, obviously, years and years later, the Catholic Church came in and they tried to stop pagan rituals and pagan festivals. And after the first time of trying to change it into a celebration of saints, hence All Saints Day, um, they realized that, that this Celtic tradition was continuing. So they actually moved the date, which was sometime in May for the, for the Festival of Saints, to the day after Samhain, so that they could then try and take over the pagan holiday which honestly if you do any research at all into pagan holidays and then how christian holidays are you will find an awful lot of quote-unquote christian holidays are very much more about pagan ritual than they ever were about christianity but it was a way to try and convert people, was to not take away or be too blatant in taking away what they had always celebrated and making it into something that could work together. And that is what Samhain is. Now, how would you celebrate Samhain this year? What can you do in the modern era to celebrate Samhain? Well, Lots of pagan and Wiccan people do bowls where they all get dressed up and they'll have fortune tellers lined up and they'll dance and, and it's quite a celebration and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Personally, I will be part of a celebration, a Samhain festival, which is going to be held at the Tribe With Roots location in Henderson, where lots of different activities are going on in order to celebrate this holiday because it is a big holiday and then um i'll also be going to a party that'll be nice we're actually doing what we call halloween and of course it won't actually be on Samhain. on Samhain, i will perform a personal ritual so yeah, lots of fun things this time of year. So on Samhain itself, for me, I this year I'm planning on taking it quite seriously. So that means really deciding what kind of ritual I want to do in order to celebrate and give thanks. And this year I feel a responsibility to give thanks for my gifts. Because I've always had these gifts, but I haven't always respected them. And this year I need to show that I'm grateful for the lessons I've been able to learn because of these gifts, for the many, many times that they have whispered in my ear and got me out of trouble, for the many, many times that my ancestors have come to me and guided me when I've needed it. You know, that's what they do. Like I just said, my grandfather came in as I was talking and I could see him. Now, not a lot of people get to see their deceased loved ones, so I'm gonna try and explain as best I can what it's like to see him. So first of all, it sort of was like I was talking and 
the air where he was standing just started to look shimmery for me. And then all of a sudden he was translucently right in front of me. He went away because he saw I was busy, but he came to let me know he's here with me because I've been feeling kind of frustrated today. And I appreciate very much he cared enough to stop by and let me know that he's here. Because as a psychic medium, it's hard when you walk around and say you're in the shower or in the bathroom, you don't want to know that the spirits are right there next to you. And honestly, they don't care about our bodily functions. They, there's like no interest. So as I'm there, as I'm just sat here doing this for them to come through, I have to relax enough to allow myself to see them because as a kid, I used to block them. So how would you do that for yourselves if you wanted to see if somebody was stood around you? Well, first of all, the easiest way to see them is through your mind's eye. So how can you concentrate on your mind's eye and let go of everything else? So one of the best ways I've learned is actually to tighten up all your muscles in your body and let them relax because you're feeling very earthbound at that point. So once you've relaxed all of your muscles, then I want you to just center, close your eyes and center on the middle of your forehead. I know your eyes are closed, but you can center on that one area where your third eye is. Now for me, behind my third eye, there's like a little cave that when I'm meditating sometimes, I'm a tiny little version of me and I go up a spiral staircase all the way up inside of myself and I open the door to this little round pit that's right there in the middle of my forehead and I just walk straight in and I can see my two regular eyes, but in the middle where I stand is now my third eye. And it's like, there's a movie, I know there is, with lots of little people up in their head and they're like looking at things and feeling things. For me, I think as a kid, that's how I found it easier to explain it to myself. And so that's how I see it sometimes. So I'll go into that little cave room and I'll knock on the door first because it's a beautiful oak door and you have to let yourself in and you go in and you walk and you stand there and you're at your third eye. Now, when I'm at my third eye, first of all, I will see whatever comes to mind first. So whatever it is that I'm suddenly seeing is what I'm supposed to see for that day because I don't put conditions on it. I'm not like, oh, today I expect to see this or today I expect to see that because unfortunately when you do that, you restrict it. I'm open to seeing whatever is for my highest good today. So now whilst I'm literally on this podcast, I've got my eyes closed. I'm standing in that little, little tiny room and I am looking out through my third eye. And what I am seeing is there is a bridge over to my left that's cobblestone. And as you go over the bridge, if you take a right, there is a pathway alongside the waters that were going under the bridge. On the right, there's a little bench near, near a tree. 
that's quite often where I will go and I will see Ben. I'm actually waving at him because I can see him there. Ben is my spirit guide. He is one of the most amazing beings in my life. He is such a protector. He is such a love. So I can wave at him because I'm not really here to speak to him. And then up ahead on the hill, there is a huge house. It's like got a huge porch. I've been there before. That's where all of the animals that my family has ever owned hang out. So when I want to visit them, that's where I go and I can see that. There is a very old fashioned little church that sometimes I go to if I want to speak to my nan, because that's where she likes to hang out. And yes, I said church. Just because it's a church doesn't mean it's Christian. It just means that that was her comfort when she lived on earth. And so that's what she goes back to. And I have nothing but respect for that. Uh, up to the left of the hill, there's another walkway and you can go on up there. And when I go up there, usually I will bump into people from my past who have passed away or people who were from past lives or people who are my ancestors. And if I walk up that way, those are the people I usually will meet along the way. Right now, my grandfather, my nan, and about five other beings are right behind them. They're all stood in this beautiful field. It's just pure greenery. It's lovely. And they're beckoning me to go sit with them. So I'm gonna walk over there and say hello. Hi. So yeah, because it's October and because of Samhain going on and because the veil is thinning, they're all there. They're, what they want me to know is that they are actually watching over me right now. They know I've been going through a tough time and they want me to know that I am fully supported. You see, because these are people who are related to me. They don't have to show any proof. I recognize them. I know it to be safe. They're now kind of dispersing because the message was received. I'm heading back to the bridge. As I walk over the bridge, I'll turn and wave goodbye. Thank them for their time. Usually I do the prayer hands and namaste kind of nod that you do during yoga just because for me that feels very authentic as I walk back over the cobbled bridge my awareness comes back to this side of the earth I'm back in my little room I'm deciding whether I shut the blinds on my third eye or leave it open I think actually for October, I am going to leave myself very wide open. So if anything comes in, it's gonna come out. So people be aware because sometimes with what I can do, things will just fly out of my mouth and it's not always comfortable. And there are many times I try and stop it, especially when it's just coming straight through. 
but it's what you need to hear. If I'm gonna say it, it's because you need to hear it for some reason and I'm okay with that. Normally I will ask permission before I share any messages just because I feel that's the right thing to do. But if a message is supposed to be delivered, the chances are it's getting delivered. Okay, so I'm back in my body. I'm back feeling like I'm at home again. And uh, that is how you can take a little walk to the other side if you so choose. I really hope you have enjoyed this episode because I've really enjoyed sharing a part of my life with you. I wish you all a wonderful Samhain. I hope you are able to release the past, look at what you've been able to create this year and set some intentions for your next Celtic year. And during winter, you do the hard work, the interior work, the internal work. You do all of the work looking at yourself and feeling, you know, your reflection. It's a good time to do reflection work. It's a good time to get a candle out, light it, and just watch the flame. And that will take you into a very deep meditation. I did that once. It was the most amazing meditation that I have done. Um, I've had several now that are really deep and I'm really thorough, but that one for me stands out. It was when I first started doing uh, magic, as it were. It was when I was learning my feet. I was a baby witch and it was one of the deepest, most connection type meditations I've ever done. So I really hope you will all have a fantastic All Hallows Eve, Samhain, Summer's End, Halloween. I just hope that everybody stays safe and remember that, uh, remember that during this time you can be gentle with yourself. We're not supposed to be perfect. We are supposed to learn. Now, don't forget, you can check me out on www.lipsy.com. And if you want to make an appointment, I will be putting a link to the place where I am working so that you can go ahead, reach out and connect through there. Anyways, I do wish you all a wonderful holiday and I will see you again soon. Many blessings.